0: Chapter 1 of Railstone Luck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Gabriel Glenn. Railstone Luck by Andre Norton. Chapter 1 The Railstones Come Home. Once upon a time, two brave princes and a beautiful princess set out to make their fortunes began the dark-haired, dark-eyed boy by the roadster. "'Royalty is out of fashion,' corrected Ricky Railstone somewhat indifferently. "'Can't you do better than that?' She gave her small pert hat an exasperated tweak which brought the unoffending bowl-shaped bit of white felt into its proper position over her right eyebrow. "'How long does it take Rupert to ask a single simple question?' Her brother, Val, watched the gas gauge on the instrument board of the roadster fluctuate wildly as the attendant of the station shook the hose to speed the flow of the last few drops. Five gallons, a dollar ten. Did he have that much? He began to assemble various small hoards of change from different pockets. Do you think we're going to like this? Ricky waved her hand vaguely in a gesture which included a dilapidated hot dog stand and a stretch of road White hot, under the steady baking of the sun. Well, I think that pirate's haven is slightly different from our present surroundings. Where's your proper pride? Not everyone can be classed among the new poor. Val observed judiciously. Nobility in the breadline. line His sister sniffed with what she fondly believed was the air of a van Astor dowager. Nobility? We never relinquished the title, did we? Rupert's still the Marquess of Lorne after some two hundred years in america i'm afraid that we would find ourselves strangers in england and lorne crumbled to dust long ago but he's still the marquess of lorne she persisted all right and what does that make you lady richanda of course silly can't you remember the wording of the old charter and your viscount wrong there val corrected her i'm only a lord by courtesy unless we can bash rupert on the head some dark night and chuck him into the bio lord valerius she rolled it upon her tongue marquess lady and lord val out to seek their fortunes pity we can't do it the traditional family way but we can't you know he protested laughingly i believe that piracy is no longer looked upon with favour by the more solid members of any community though plank walking is an idea to keep in mind when the bill collectors start to draw in upon us here comes rupert at last rupert she raised her voice as their elder brother opened the door by the driver's seat shall we all go and be pirates val has some lovely gory ideas not just yet anyway we still have a roof over our heads he answered as he slid in behind the wheel we should have taken the right turn a mile back bother ricky surveyed as much of her face as she could see in the postage stamp mirror of her compact i don't think i'm going to like louisiana "'Maybe Louisiana won't care for you either,' Val offered slyly. "'After all, we died in the wool, yanks, coming to live in the deep south. "'Speak for yourself, Val Railstone.' She applied a puff carefully to the tip of her upturned nose. "'Since we've got this barn of a place on our hands, we might as well live in it. "'Too bad you couldn't have persuaded our artist tenant to sign another lease, Rupert. "'He's gone to spend a year in Italy.' the place is in fairly good condition though lefleur said that as long as we don't use the left wing and close off the state bedrooms we can manage nicely state bedrooms val drew a deep breath which was meant to be one of reverence but which turned into a sneeze as the roadster's wheels raised the dust how does it feel to own such magnificence rupert not so good he replied honestly a house as big as pirate's haven is a burden if you don't have the cash to keep it up properly Though this artist chap did make a lot of improvements on his own. But think of the long hall, began Ricky, rolling her eyes heavenward. And just what do you know about the long hall? demanded Rupert. Why, that's where great great uncle Rick's ghost is supposed to walk, isn't it? she asked innocently. I hope that a late tenant didn't scare him away. "'It gives one such a blue-blooded feeling "'to think of having an active ghost on the premises, "'a member of one's own family, too. "'Sure, teach him, or it, some parlour tricks, "'and we'll show it, or him, "'off every afternoon between three and four. "'We might even be able to charge admission "'and recoup the family fortune,' Val suggested brightly. "'Have you no reverence?' demanded his sister. "'And besides, ghosts only walk at night.' "'Now, that's something we'll have to investigate.' Val interrupted her. Do ghosts have union rules? I mean, I wouldn't want great-great-uncle Rick to march up and down the carriage drive with a sign reading. The railstones are unfair to ghosts, or anything like that. We'll have to use the long hall, of course. Cut in Rupert, as usual, ignoring their nonsense. And the old summer drawing room. But we can shut up the dining room and the ballroom. We'll eat in the kitchen, and that, and a bedroom apiece— I suppose there are bathrooms, or at least a bathroom, his brother interrupted, because I don't care to rush down to the bayou for a good brisk plunge every time I get my face dirty. Harrison put in a bathroom at his own expense last fall. For which, blessed be the name of Harrison. If he hadn't gone to Italy, he would have rebuilt the house. How soon do we get there? This touring is not what I thought it might be. The crease which had appeared so recently between Rupert's eyes deepened. ''Leg hurt, Val?'' he asked quietly, glancing at the slim figure sharing his seat. ''No, I'm expressing curiosity this time, old man, not just to whine. But if we are going to be this far off the main highway—' ''Oh, it's not far from the city road. We ought to be seeing the gateposts any moment now.'' ''Profit!'' Ricky leaned forward between them. ''See, there!'' two gray stone posts as firmly planted by time as the avenue of live oaks they headed showed clearly in the afternoon light and from the nearest deep carven in the stone a jagged tooted skull crowned and grinning stared blankly at the three in the shabby car beneath it ran the insolent motto of an ancient and disreputable clan what i want i take this is the place all right i recognize joe there Val pointed to the crest. Good old Joe, always laughing. Ricky made a face. Horrid old thing. I don't see why we couldn't have had a swan or something nice to swank about. But then the Lords of Lawn were hardly a nice lot in their prime, Val reminded her. Well, Rupert, let's see the rest. The car followed a gravel drive between tall bushes, which would have been the better for a pruning then the road made a sudden curve and they came out upon a crescent of lawn bordering upon a stone-paved terrace three steps above and on the terrace stood the home a railstone had not set foot in for over fifty years pirate's haven it looks ricky stared up why it looks just like the picture mr harrison painted which proves why he is now in italy val returned but he did capture it on canvas grey stone and those diamond-paned windows and that squatty tower but it isn't like a southern home at all it's some old old place out of england because it was built by an exile said rupert softly an exile who loved his home so well that he laboured five years in the wilderness to build its duplicate those little diamond-paned windows were once protected with shutters an inch thick and the place was a fort in indian times But it is strange to this country. That's why it's one of the show places. Le Fleur asked me if we would be willing to keep up the custom of throwing the staterooms open to the public one day a month. And shall we? asked Ricky. We'll see. Well, don't you want to see the inside as well as the out? Of course, Val, you lazy thing. Get out. Suddenly, my lady. He swung open the door and climbed out stiffly. Although he wouldn't have confessed it for any reason, his leg had been aching dully for hours. Do you know? Ricky hesitated on the first terrace step, bending down to put aside a trail of morning glory vine which clutched at her ankle. I've just remembered What? Rupert looked up from the grid where he was unstrapping their luggage. That we are the very first railstones to to come home since Grandfather Miles rode away in eighteen sixty seven. And why the sudden dip into ancient history, Val inquired as he limped around to help Rupert. I don't know. Her eyes were fast upon moss-green wall and ponderous door hewn off a single slab of oak. Except, well, we are coming home at last. I wonder if, if they know, all those others, Rick and Miles, the first Rupert and Richard, and that Spitfire, the Lady Richanda? Rupert smiled. Perhaps they do. No leave the bags here val let's see the house first together the railstones crossed the terrace and came to stand by the front door which still bore faint scars left by indian hatchets but rupert stooped to insert a very modern key into a very modern lock there was a click and the door swung inward before his push they stood in something of a hesitant huddle at the end of a long stone-floored room halfway down its length A wooden staircase led up to the second floor, and directly opposite that a great fireplace yawned mightily, black and bare. A leather-covered lounge was directly before this, flanked by two square chairs, and by the stairs was an oaken marriage chest. Save for two-skin rugs, these were all the furnishings. But Ricky had crossed hesitatingly to that cavernous fireplace and was standing there looking up as her brothers joined her. That's where it was, she said softly, and pointed to a deep niche cut into the surface of the stone overmantel. That niche was empty, and had been so for more than a hundred years, to their hurt. That was where the luck, how hold ye lawn? Rupert's softly spoken question brought the well-remembered answer to Val's lips. By the oak leaf, by the sea wave, by the broad sword blade, thus hold we lawn the oak leaf is dust murmured ricky the sea wave is gone the broadsword is rust now how hold ye lawn?" her brothers answered her together by our luck thus hold we and we've got to get it back she said we've just got to when the luck hangs there again we won't have anything left to worry about val finished for her but that's a very big order my lady short of catching rick's ghost and forcing him to disclose the place where he hid it I don't see how we're going to do it. But we are going to, she answered confidently. I know we are. A good thing, Rupert broke in. A hint of soberness beneath the lightness of his tone as he looked about the almost bare room and then at the strained pallor of Val's thin face. The railstones have been luckless too long. And now suppose we take possession of this commodious mansion, I suggest that we get settled as soon as possible. I don't like the looks of the western sky, We are probably going to have a storm. What about the car? Val asked as his brother turned to go. Harrison used the old carriage house as a garage. I'll run it in there. You and Ricky better do a spot of exploring and see about beds and food. I don't know how you feel, he went on grimly, but after last night, I want something softer than a dozen rocks to sleep on. I told you not to stop at that tourist place, began Ricky smugly. I said... You said that a house painted that shade of green made you slightly ill, but you didn't say anything about beds, Val reminded her, as he shed his coat and hung it on the newel post. And since the Railstone family have definitely gone off the gold or any other monetary standard, its tourist rests are the poor house for us. Probably the poor house, Rupert sounded resigned. Now upstairs with you and get out some bedding. Lefleur said in his letter that the place was all ready for occupancy, and he stocked up with canned stuff. I know, beans. Just, just to, to divine. Well, let's know the worst. Ricky started up the stairs. I suppose there are electric lights? Got to throw the main switch first, and I haven't time to do that now. Here, Val. Rupert tossed him his tiny pocket torch as he turned to go. The door closed behind him, and Ricky looked over her shoulder. This, this is rather a darkish place, isn't it? Not so bad. Val considered the hall below, which seemed suddenly peopled by an overabundance of oddly shaped shadows. No, her voice grew stronger. Not so bad. We're together anyway, Val. Last year, I thought I'd die, shut up in that awful school, and then coming home to hear about me making my first and last flight. Yes, not exactly a rest cure for any of us, was it? But it's all over now. The railstones may be down, but they're not out yet, in spite of Mosil oil and those coal mines. Do you know? We might use some of that nice gilt-edged stock for wallpaper. There's enough to cover a closet at least. Here we are. Rupert from beating about the globe trying to be a newspaper man, you straight from New York's finest finishing school, and me, well, out of the plainest hospital bed I ever saw. We've got this house and what Rupert managed to clear from the wreck. Something will turn up. In the meantime? Yes, she prompted. In the meantime, he went on. LEANING AGAINST THE BANISTER FOR A MOMENT'S REST. WE CAN BE LOOKING FOR THE LUCK. AS RUPERT SAYS, WE NEED IT BADLY ENOUGH. HERE'S THE UPPER HALL. WHICH WAY NOW? OVER TO THE LEFT WING. THOSE IN FRONT ARE WHAT RUPERT REFERS TO AS STATE BEDROOMS. YES? HE OPENED THE NEAREST DOOR AND WHISTLED SOFTLY. NOT SO BAD. ABOUT THE SIZE OF A SMALL UNION STATION AND PROVIDED WITH ALL THE COMFORTS OF A TOMB decidedly not what we want wait here's a plaque set in the wall look she ran her fingers over a glass-covered square regulations for guests are a floor plan to show how to reach the dining-room in the quickest way her brother suggested no she read aloud slowly this room was occupied by general andrew jackson the victor of the battle of new orleans upon the tenth day after the battle whew old hickory here But I thought that the railstones were more or less under a cloud at that time, commented Val. History in the making, quite so. Now, may I suggest that we find some slumber rooms slightly more modern? Rupert is apt to become annoyed at undue delay in such matters. They went down the hall and turned into a short cross corridor. From a round window at the far end, a ray of sun still swept in, but it was a sickly faded ray the storm rupert had spoken of could not be far off this is the right way mr harrison had these little numbers put on the doors for his guests ricky pointed out i'll take three that was marked on the plan he sent us as a ladies room you take that one across the hall and let rupert have the one next to you the rooms they explored were not as imposing as the ones which had sheltered andrew jackson for a night furnished with chintz covered chairs solid mahogany bedsteads and high boys they were pleasant enough, even if they weren't chambers to make an antique dealer oo and ah. Val discovered with approval some stiff prints of mathematically correct clippers hung in exact patterns on his walls, while Ricky's room held one treasure—a dainty dressing table. A small door near the end of the hall gave upon a linen closet, and Ricky, throwing her short white jacket and hat upon the chair in her room, set about making beds having given Val strict orders to return to the lower hall and sort out the luggage before bringing it up. As he reached the wide landing, he stopped a moment. Since that winter night, almost a year in the past, when a passenger plane had decided, in spite of its pilot, to make a landing on a mountainside, he had learned to hobble where he had once run. The accident, having made his right leg a rather accurate barometer, that crooked bone was announcing the arrival of the coming storm with a sharp pain or two which shot unexpectedly from knee to ankle one such caught him as he was about to take a step and threw him suddenly off balance he clutched at a dim tapestry which hung across the wall and tumbled through a slit in the fabric which smelled of dust and mothballs into a tiny alcove flanking a broad well-cushioned window-seat under tall windows below him in a riot of bushes and hedges run wild lay the garden somewhere beyond must lie Bayo mercier leading directly to lake bourne and so to the sea the thoroughfare used by their pirate ancestors when they brought home their spoil the green of the rank growth below thought Val, well, seemed intensified by the strange yellowish light a moss-grown path led straight into the heart of a jungle where sweet olive banana trees and palms grew in a matted mass harrison might have done wonders for the house but he had allowed the garden to lapse into a wilderness val coming he shouted and pushed back through the curtain he could hear rupert moving about the lower hall just made it in time he said as the younger railstone limped down to join him hear that a steady pattering outside was growing into a wild dash of wind-driven rain It was dark, and Rupert himself was but a blur moving across the hall. Do you still have the flash? Might as well descend into the lower regions and put on the lights. They crossed the long hall, passing through another large chamber where furniture huddled under dust covers, and then into a small cupboard-lined passage. This gave upon a dark cavern where Val's hand scraped a tabletop only too painfully as he went. Then Rupert found the door leading to the cellar, "'and they went down and down into inky blackness "'upon which their thread of torchlight made little impression. "'The damp, unpleasant scent of mould and wet "'grew stronger as they descended, "'and their fingers brushed, slime-touched walls. Phew. "'Not very comfy down here,' Val protested, "'as Rupert threw the torch beam along the nearest wall. "'With a grunt of relief, he stepped forward "'to pull open the door of a small black box. "'That does it,' he said as he threw the switch now for the top set again and some supper they negotiated the steps and found the button which controlled the kitchen lights the glare showed them a room on the mammoth scale suggested by the long hall a giant fireplace still equipped with three-legged pots toasting irons and spits was at one side its brick oven beside it but a very modern range and sink faced it in the center of the room was a large table while along the far wall were closed cupboards save for its size and the novelty of the fireplace it was an ordinary kitchen complete to red checked curtains at the windows pleasant and homey val thought rather wistfully but that was before the coming of that night when ricky walked in the garden and he heard something stir in the long hall which should have been empty val Rupert. A cry which started valiantly became a wail as it echoed through empty rooms. Where are you? Where are you? Here in the kitchen, Val shouted back. A moment later, Ricky stood in the doorway, her face flushed and her usually correct curls all on end. Mean, selfish, utterly selfish pigs, she burst out, leaving me all alone in the dark and it's so dark. We just went down to turn on the lights, Val began. So I see. With a sniff, she looked about her. It took two of you to do that, but it only required one of me to make three beds. Well, this is a warning to me. Next time... She did not finish her threat. I suppose you want some supper? Rupert was already at the cupboards. That, he agreed, is the general idea. Beans or... Ricky's hand closed upon Val's arm with a nipper like grip. What? Her voice was a thin thread of sound. Was that— Above the steady beat of the rain, they heard a noise which was half scratch, half thud. Under Rupert's hand, the latch of the cupboard clicked. Back door, he said laconically. Well, why don't you open it? Ricky's fingers bit tighter so that Val longed to twist out of her grip. The key grated in the lock, and then Rupert shot back the accompanying bolt something's there breathed ricky probably nothing but a branch blown against the door by the wind val assured her remembering the tangled state of the garden the door came back letting in a douche of cold rain and a black shadow which leaped for the security of the center of the room look ricky laughed unsteadily and released val's arm in the center of the neat kitchen spitting angrily at the wet stood a ruffled and oversized black. Tom Cat End of chapter 1 Recording by Gabriel Glenn